It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. This is Access Atlanta. Every week, we share some of the best places to eat, play, and live out loud in the ATL. And of course, we go behind the scenes and find the stories that show Atlanta is one of a kind. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison. We've changed the way we do our podcast. That means we're recording it remotely from our homes, but we've also changed what we're talking about in the podcast, since we've always prided ourselves on providing guidance on things to do in and around Atlanta, and because most venues, theaters, and attractions are closed, we're going indoors, and in some cases where it's practical, outdoors to places where it's easy to practice social distancing. This week, we take you to some scary places that are perfect for an outdoor Halloween. It's almost October 31st, and what better place to soak up a little spooky atmosphere than a graveyard? Freelance writer Mary Welsh will bring us a look at some of the most interesting cemeteries in and around Atlanta, and you might just get a little bit of history along with the frights. Welcome, Mary. So, uh, uh, cemeteries, I you know, I think they're fascinating places, and and. You know, some people think they're spooky. I, I think they're fascinating and, and historical. And But I guess, you know, at nighttime, they could probably get a little scary. Yes. And some people love that. Uh, I am not one of those, I will tell you. But, you know, cemeteries around Atlanta um, have programs where you can go and, and, and they'll play music and they'll tell stories and they'll they'll make it a, a place to visit for happiness as well as, well as grieving departed loved ones right yeah i know it's like i have one here that I, I love to walk around so i mean it's it's a great place to walk and you know you get you get a little scenery with uh your walk and <laughs> yeah. uh and learn something too which I, I i think that's great well i mean it really is it, it's it's um a place of history and yep. it's there's a lot i mean if you go through atlanta's um cemeteries there are um, sections for black people and slaves and paupers and Jews and Salvation Army people, which I guess they require their own. Um, right. You know, it's also a place where it doesn't matter if you're a CEO or a pauper, you're, you're right in the same place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you know, some of these cemeteries are so old that that there was a time when they were segregated. Like you said, there were sections put aside for different groups of people and. Uh... So, I mean, that tells you something about history right there. Exactly. Yes. 
So some of the ones around Atlanta that uh, you've, you've written a story for us about uh, some, some great places that you can go and visit. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of those. Well, we sort of broke it up into um, various categories. Like uh, we have Famous and Fabulous, and those are two of the, of the cities, I don't want to say prettiest, but probably most renowned cemeteries. Um, one is Westview Cemetery, which is about four miles west of downtown. It dates back to 1884. And it, as you know, we said, has a section for blacks called Rest Haven. They have a section for paupers. Uh, and 5,000 people are buried in that. So it was uh, a lot of poor people. They have a section for I- uh, the Irish Mason and Salvation Army people. Hmm. Um, Coca-Cola Air, um, Asa Cat- um, Candler Jr. bought it and built this gorgeous Westview Abbey, which with an, an ornate building with stonework and stained glass. And there also is a receiving tomb which is built in 1888 to hold the bodies while they were being processed, but it was also housed to overload to house the overload of bodies during the 1918 flu outbreak, which has a little resonance right. in today's world. Yeah, um, you know, but, but and there's beautiful statues there. It's just gorgeous, and some of the people buried there are Coca-Cola founder um, Ozzie Candler, Joel Chandler Harris, Joseph and Evelyn Lowry, Robert Woodruff. Frank Gordy, founder of the Varsity, and um, the Atlanta Constitution's Ralph McGill. Yeah, wow. Yep, and I was actually at his grave, and it's a plaque. There's no statue. It's just a plaque, and it has his name and dates and just says reporter. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. It shows you what was most important to him in his career. And also, you know, and so if, if you look at what people say about themselves, you know, their final words, some people have saying, some people just have mother because that, you know, it, it, it defines them. Right. It's a final definition, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll tell you an interesting story about Westview. A friend of mine, this wonderful elderly woman had a miscarriage or a stillborn back in the fifties. And the the hospital and everyone took the baby and she never knew what happened to to the 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 child the dead child and she suddenly said this to us and she said i want to find out where my baby is so she went to she went to st luke's um church and they found it and it was in um a pauper's grave at westview huh Wow. And, and it, it was just a number you know they had to do the research and they found the number and it goes back to you know sort of what happens in cemeteries. So there was about six of us in a circle around the baby's unmarked gravesite, right. and a huge butterfly came around out of nowhere and, oh and flew around the circle, and then spent about five minutes just flying around her. Wow, that's great! I love stories like that. It's, it's and and. I mean, it's just amazing some of the things that you can find out uh, in cemeteries that, you know, uh, through records and things like that, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, even the things that that the markers don't necessarily tell you. And as you said, there are many graves that are unmarked in in some of them. Right. There's a lot of um, Confederate soldiers around Atlanta with unmarked graves, um, including some at um, Historic Oakland Cemetery. Right. which, Which is actually a public park. Huh. And it's run by the city's park and rec <laughs> recreation department. Right. Um, and it's another, it's an interesting cemetery because the last burial plots were sold in 1884. Um, and there's a waiting list. 
right. to, to get in there. And um, they said they have more weddings at the cemetery than funerals. Huh. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, you know, places like that are, are sort of hemmed in by, you know, progress around them. And, and there's not really much room to expand there. <laughs> no, there's not. Yeah. But, but, you know, the cemetery has a great sense of humor and they do um, things like a run like hell 5K and malts and vaults. And, and they, of course, they always have a great Halloween party, right. um, you know, where they have um, some of the residents come alive and, and act out. But today it's, um, it's a virtual one. But, right. you know, famous people at Oak, Oakland is, you know, uh, Bobby Jones, Ivan Allen, Nana Jackson, and of course, Margaret Mitchell have gone with the yeah. wind. Yeah. Yeah. And they also do their uh, tunes from the tombs there. As yes. Well. Yeah. <laughs> have you been to that? I have not. I've always wanted to go. And it's one of those things that I just have never done. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think it is on the on everyone's bucket list. Yeah, yeah, I, and I mean, I, the cemetery is beautiful no matter what's going on, but it's it's somehow even better when you know when there are events that happen, and they do a lot of events. Probably not so much this year, but no. yeah. in, in times past they have, and and in the future, I'm sure we'll have more fun there. But you know, now you can still go visit. That's one of the great things about uh, you know talking about cemeteries like this is. You know, in these days of COVID-19, outdoors is one of the best places to be. And uh, this is an opportunity to do something a little bit Halloween-y and, <laughs> and still, you know, be safe. So Yeah, and it's, it's pretty, it's quiet. You know, you could bring a computer and do work there. You know, yeah. people won't bother you. Um, you know, and, and about 10 years ago, remember the tornado came through Atlanta and it oh, yeah. did a lot of damage to the cemetery. And most of those beautiful um, statues have been repaired. So that, that's good news. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Now, you know, I, you mentioned doing work there and things like that. And as I said, I walk often. And one of the cemeteries that you didn't mention in the story is, is my favorite, Decatur Cemetery, ah. uh, which is close by me. And it's, it's a wonderful historic place. And it's more than 50 acres. It's actually Decatur's um, largest green space. So, you know, same, sort of the same way that uh, Oakland Cemetery is part of the parks system yes. and all. It's it's really a, a great green space as well. And, um, you know, it's 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 actually it's said to be the oldest cemetery in Metro Atlanta as well. It uh, was um, dates to 1823. Wow. Uh, so that makes it even older than Atlanta itself. So um, Amazing. that's yeah. pretty fascinating. And it's, it is a wonderful place to walk, uh, you know, lots of paved areas and things, but there are also paths around that are a little more, uh, rugged, you might say. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a beautiful place to go and a great place to walk and, and lots of history there as well. The, the founder of Agnes Scott college is buried there. Um, you know, many other things. Um, Interesting. I'm, yeah. I'll have to check it out. I mean, that's what's so fascinating. It's no matter where you live, there are cemeteries. And if yep. you take the time, you know, and some of them aren't really, um, I don't want to say well preserved, but there's, but they're quiet little, little, you know, acre of land maybe with just a few right. people. And, and then of course, some are just uh, parks. I mean, just gorgeous. And um, yeah, it's just fascinating. Like, um, Talking about Halloween, historic Lawrenceville Cemetery is one that has been a hotbed of haunted rumors for a long time. Yeah, and um, you know, there's been lots of attempts to sort of disprove it, and they 
haven't exactly been successful at that, <laughs> I might say. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that that sounds like a really good one to visit for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and th- they do tours, Halloween tours, um, yeah. Lawrenceville, Lawrenceville ghost tours. Um, but, you know, it's the final resting place of Gwinnett County's founders and Lawrenceville's first mayor. Yeah. Um, they have former slaves um, there, eight Confederate soldiers. And again, getting back to history, it's the burial site of um, Colonel James Austin, who was a local slave owner, and his slave, Alec, and he had a slight disagreement. And um, Alec is also in the cemetery, and he was hung because of his um, fight with his master. Wow. Which, Which, again, sort of brings history. Yeah. Yeah, some of the right. terrible right. bits of history that uh, yeah. you know we we can't forget. But uh, right. yeah, yeah it, it's uh, it, but yeah, it's it, that's that's the thing about these cemeteries. You get the good and you get the bad. So that's it. You know now you you know we talk about Alec, but if you go over to Southview Cemetery, which is about fifteen miles south of downtown, it's the city's oldest African American cemetery, and it's just beautiful i mean i've been there it's rolling <clears throat> rolling grounds and 100 acres of green space and about 80,000 people buried there wow um it's fascinating the people who are there i mean daddy king and mrs king are there julian bond jesse hill herman russell john lewis and john wesley dobbs are sort of the um best known right. but um two pips of gladys knight and the pips are buried right. there and where um, is that again it's about um, 15 miles south of downtown. Right. right. When I went there, it seems to me somehow it's near the, the big prison, but right. I could be wrong. But it's around, I, I wish you could see my arm going south, pushing south. <laughs> it's, it's going yeah. south. And yeah. so all of those are, you know, and I've been to Daddy King and Mrs. King's grave, and it's a, um, it's not ostentatious. It's a very, um, it's a monument fitting them. Yeah. Uh, but you wouldn't know, you know, if you unless you knew it was them, you wouldn't know it was them. Right. Um, but as I said, two of the of the of the pips are buried there. Right. Um, seven missing and murdered victims are there. Right. Um, the the, the uh, child murders from right. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. yeah. The backer, um, the rapper, bankroll fresh. Right. Um, players for the Atlanta Crackers, and now oh. that we just finished the World Series, right? And twenty-two people who have or had schools named for them are also there. So it's quite an illustrious um, group. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, I, 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 that sounds like a place I really want to visit. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's really wonderful. It, it, yeah. I mean, you hate states wonderful, but it's a it's a special place. Let's, yeah, let's say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another one is, and I had never even heard about this, and, and I really would almost like to go, is the Greenwood Cemetery mm. um, on Cascade Circle in southwest Atlanta, um, which was chartered and has a large Jewish section, right. as well as sections for Chinese and Greek citizens. Huh. Wow. Yeah. 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 That, they were serious about their segregation <laughs> in the past. Yes, a sign of those times, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but also there, they have a Holocaust memorial called the Memorial to the Six Million, right. which has the, the um, names of people who died in concentration camps inscribed on the walls. Right. Um, yeah. You know, which again is a sobering reminder of 
um, history and history was not just things you read in the book. They're actual people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a good thing to remember. And, and yeah, that's just part of the history that, that we get at cemeteries that, uh, you know, it might bring it to life for you because, you know, you can read about it in a book, but there's something about actually being there where the people are actually buried. Um, right. That does give it that human element. Yeah. It's putting a face. Yep. To, to to a statistic, which is always jarring, um, yeah. you know. And and speaking of again segregated um, cemeteries, there's um, several around town, but you know you probably you could blink and not see them because they're just little patches where you know a lot of times they've not been tended well, but they're still there. Um, one was that I actually used to live across the street from Frankie Allen Park in Buckhead, and there is Mount Olive Cemetery. Hmm. where there's you know anywhere from who knows the, the, the guess is 45 to 100 marked and unmarked graves of um blacks freed slaves um hmm. and and the park area was a part of um Macedonia Park which was settled by um freed slaves and was one of the city's black cemeteries you know communities right and um you know who knew I've been in that park numerous times and I never knew yeah, it's it's amazing some of the things that you, you overlook and, and being so close to somewhere and, and not knowing it's there. And um, I, I, I love finding secret places like that. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes it's right under your nose. I mean, like yeah. there's a, um, Piney Grove Cemetery in Buckhead uh, on Canterbury Road, which, was a, 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 which has more than... Um, 300 uh, graves, including slaves. And of course, being in Buckhead, every developer has been trying to get, to get that land. But yeah. they've been very fortunate and able to um, ward off development. But it's, you know, again, in Buckhead, one, you know, one would not, you know, which is only actually a couple blocks from um, Mount Olive, Olive Cemetery. Right. Again, you wouldn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, that just gives you a whole different view of history, really, because, you know, people don't think of, of, places like that in Buckhead. And, you know, it, it, it makes you wonder how did this come to be and, and go and research it. I love that. Yeah. And especially, you know, like I, I have a, a, a I don't want to say great view of Atlanta history, but I mean, it didn't occur to me that, that there would be black neighborhoods. I mean, you always hear about Auburn Avenue, you right. know, but I'd never heard of um, these little, areas where where freed slaves banded together and started their own um businesses and churches and their own communities i mean i just i think there's something wonderful about that and that's part of history that really isn't told i mean you don't realize that they after they became free they were able to and they did create their own lives and 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 became businessmen and women well probably not women but businessmen and um you know they're they're buried right there yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. I, I, I just love, I, I do love cemeteries. I, I, I really enjoy visiting them. And, and so I, I thought this was such a great story. I'm so glad you did this. Well, I learned a lot. I'll tell you that I, I, I'm not a cemetery person, but I did go on a, a cemetery, cemetery tour of New Orleans, Yeah, which was really fascinating. Oh, I'm sure. Spooky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure. Yeah. And, and as you mentioned, it's like a lot of these places, you know, especially the, the larger ones have like walking tours. Yes. Um, some of them are, are, you know, led by people. But 
I know that uh, Decatur Cemetery, they actually have like a brochure that you can get and it's sort of a self-guided tour. They, you know, point out some of the most historical burials and things like that. So you can sort of do it on your own in many places. Um, And, you know, in many ways, you could just go online and and do your own research and and make up your own tour of, of these cemeteries. Exactly. And then then sometimes you just are delighted. Like, I don't know, you know, you have to be a person of a certain age, but I used to remember when you would um, place a phone call and it was the wrong number and this voice would come up and it said, the number you dialed is wrong or is no longer in service. Well, that was Melissa Jane Schneider, who is buried in Arlington Memorial Park Cemetery. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I I love little tidbits like that. That's fun. (laughs) She's unofficially known as the telephone lady, huh. um, but she was that voice. And I mean, how many times did you hear that, you know, oh, yeah. phone calls yep. for cell phones? Yep. I, I recall it well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, talking about surprises, um, and I actually saw the show when this happened, but Matthew Broderick, you know, the Broadway star, film and Broadway yeah. star, got a little um, surprise himself. He was doing the show, Who Do You Think You Are? Where stars trace your ancestry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that his great-great-grandfather was buried, was a Union soldier, and was buried in the Marietta National Cemetery. Oh, wow. And they couldn't find his grave, but they had one unmarked Union grave. Right. And it turned out that was his great-great-great-grandfather. Wow. So they solved the mystery of the last unmarked, unknown Union grave. Oh, that's great. By doing that show. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And, and, of course, you know, at the Marietta National Cemetery, of course, there's like 10,000 Union soldiers from Atlanta's, Sherman's Atlanta campaign buried there. Right. And um, next door is the Marietta Confederate Cemetery. So you want, you know, if you want Civil War history, <laughs> there it is. Right. There it is side by side. Huh. So, so there you get, I mean, you know, with a couple of cemeteries, you know, you, you learn about slaves, you learn about, you know, Jewish, you learn about, you know, Confederates and Union soldiers and, and all sorts of people who, who have made um, life in Atlanta and, and, and the world better or maybe not so better, but they right. certainly had an impact. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this. I, I really, I really found it fascinating. So, um, is there anything else that uh, we need to talk about? Did we hit all the highlights? I think we did, but just you know, just remember that the spirits are coming alive in a couple of days. So, watch out. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, you know, this is the perfect way to to celebrate Halloween and to learn a little bit about history, uh, especially the history of Atlanta and the surrounding area. Um, Thanks again, Mary, for for bringing us this story. My pleasure. Thank you. And you can go and visit uh, AJC.com to find Mary's story. And uh, we'll have all the info about where these places are and and things like that. Um, And it's it's great for, for Halloween, but it's also great for any time. There's nothing normal about our new normal, but AJC.com is the same trusted source you've always had, and we have just as much great content, if not more. That's why each week I'll highlight my personal picks for the best things to do, see, and experience, and the stories are easy to find on AJC.com. 
Guitarist and singer Devin Allman, son of the late Greg Allman, is back on the road along with fellow guitarist singer Dwayne Betts, son of the Allman Brothers band guitarist Dickie Betts, bassist Barry Dwayne Oakley, son of the Allman Brothers band's late bassist Barry Oakley, and the rest of the Allman Betts band. They'll be playing at the Coca-Cola Roxy on Thursday, October 29th. Melissa Ruggieri got an interview with Allman as he was traveling on the band's tour bus, something not too many bands are doing these days. Head to the Atlanta Music Scene blog at AJC.com to read the interview and find out how to get tickets for the show. The Atlanta Opera's Molly Blank Big Tent series is being presented on alternating nights through November 14th on the baseball field at Oglethorpe University. Pagliacci, which opened the organization's truncated 2020-2021 season, plants the story firmly in the present as the title character deals with COVID-19. The second show, The Kaiser of Atlantis, was composed in a concentration camp in the 1940s and would seem to be a world away from the 19th century opera Pagliacci. As a duet, the two harmoniously explore loss and death. We have reviews of both shows, which will continue through mid-November. Read the reviews and learn more on the Things to Do page at AJC.com. The restaurant business has had more than its share of troubles this year, but the news isn't all bad. Count on the AJC's dining team to keep you up to date on new restaurants and breweries opening up in and around Atlanta. This week, the team reported on several new breweries that have either opened or planned to open in the near future, including Dr. Scofflaw's, a microbrewery and tap room from Scofflaw Brewing Company, which opens this weekend. They also brought us news of the third location of the hugely popular Slutty Vegan. Keep up with all the latest news on the Atlanta restaurant scene blog at AJC.com. With a handful of concerts returning to stages around Metro Atlanta, we'll be bringing you photos and reviews from some of the shows whenever possible. We recently sent photographers to Big Boy's return to the stage as part of Centennial Olympic Park's Big Night Out series. We also have a gallery of photos from the Indigo Girls Drive-In Show at Ameris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta. Check out those galleries and more at AJC.com. And to get the AJC delivered or to subscribe to the e-paper, go to AJC.com slash subscribe. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felician. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guin. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.